0: The is Aleph, a fascinating Rashi Sikha that's going to take two separate Rashis that seem to be very similar and prove to us how, in truth, they are two very different Rashis and will introduce to us the word Eidos, how Eidos could mean two different things. From Azinu Hashamayim is Rashi Mefaresh tiyu So the parsha begins, so begins, this is the shiras Sahazinu, a parsha in which, though it is written in a shira style, in the style of a song, nevertheless it contains various different messages with regards to the importance of fulfilling Tehidu and the consequences of chas v'shalom not. Fulfilling So he says, why is he talking, what is he telling to the heavens and the earth? I, I am warning the yiddin, and you are the Adim. you are the witnesses, this is what I told them, that you will be the Edim. So when it says, it's just the same thing, Hashem is telling the earth that you are the Adim. that I told the Yiddin that I warned them. And why was there a need to warn the Yidin and to make the Shemayim Varets as Edom, as witnesses? Omar Moshe Moshe said, I am a human being. The Mokhrani mays, tomorrow I may pass away. If Yidin in the later generations are gonna come and say, we never accepted this covenant. Who's going to deny it? Who's gonna contradict them? And say, yes, you accepted this bris. And therefore the Meshat chose to use Shemayim vaaretz, heaven and earth, as witnesses, because they are forever. And at any time, in any generation, when people are going to come and say that we did not accept heaven and earth, we did not accept Torah, the heaven and earth will be witnesses that they did. And Rashi comes and says a second, if the the Edim will come, the witnesses will come and give the reward. The vine will give its fruit, the earth will give its produce. The heavens will give the dew, but if the yidden are not meritorious, then the Edim will be the first to respond. The heavens will be will, will withhold the rain and there won't be rain. So therefore, not only are the are the Edim are the heaven and earth witnesses that the that Moshe Rabbeinu and that the Eved and the Yidden accepted this bris, but they also will be there for the consequences. Hopefully, positive consequences, and if necessary, the other consequences as well. Now, the Why does Rashi have to even say anything? What's bothering Rashi in the first place? Why is he talking to the Shemayim voters that they should hear? If the intent or the intended of this parsha is not Shemayim Vardetz, not to the Eden. The Parsha is speaking to the Yiddin. And how they have to conduct themselves. And how they should conduct themselves. And what are the consequences of not conducting themselves in this way. So Rashi is wondering why is Hashem talking to the heavens and the earth if this parsha is intended for the Yidden? Rashi explains that the Shemayim Varetz are the witnesses that Moshe Rabbeinu is warning the Yidden. And then he explains why and he explains, because they're because they're there forever, even in a time when Yidden will deny this bris so we understand what's bothering rashi why is that moshe talking to my words and the answer is because they're they they're the witnesses but we're going to have a question or questions on this rashi and what's going to happen is that we're going to bring up that in Parsha's Nitzavim, where it says the possek ha-idoisi b'chem ha-yoim es which seemingly means that I'm making today shamayim v'sa'aretz as Haidoisi uh, as aidim um, as witnesses for this conversation, for this uh, bris. And the question is going, and Ashley is going to have two p'irushim there. But we're going to wonder why does we why do we have to have the same thing twice, twice to Pirushim in itsovim, and again to Pirushim in Haazinu. And that for Person itself Satan Pasikai Daisy Bachamayim Smaim Sarah as previously in Parson itself, and there's a Pasik that I made today, Aidum, the heavens and the earth. And echtart is Rasim and Faris Pirushim. Also there, Rashi gives two explanations. Number one, they are there forever. They they exist forever. And if something bad happens, they will be the witnesses that I warned you about all this. I made the heavens and earth as Edim. Amr le'akras <speaking> baruch Hu liyisrael. The tells the Yidden, He <Hebrew> stacked Lubas Shemaim, Shemarosil eschem. Look at the heavens that I created to serve you. Shemashinu esmi dasam. Have they changed their function? Shemalei <speaking in Hebrew> Allah did the sun not rise? At any time, look how they are functioning properly and consistently. Look at these that are, have no reward for their, for their doing the right thing, and yet they function and they continue to do everything that they should. You, who if you are worthy, you will receive reward. How much more so should you be functioning properly and consistently? So these are the two pirushim of Shemayim v'oreks and Nitzavim. Number one, that they are adim To remind you that you are warned about all of this. Number two, if you look up at the Shemayim, it will inspire you to do what you're supposed to, just as the Shemayim, as the heaven does what it is supposed to. Moving, but now that we understand that there's two pirushim in, 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 in Nitzavim, in addition to the two pirushim in HaAzinu in this parasha, this raises a number of questions. Why does Rashi ask this question? Why did Hashem have the Shemain Varats be Aidim? It already was discussed in its of him. Number one, they're aidim to remind you of what, of, of what happened. And number two, when you look at them, it reminds you to do Taylor Mitzvah. So why is Rashi asking this question again? Base. Second, secondly, Even if for some reason Rashi feels the need also in this Parsha. To explain to us why Shemayim v'aretz were chosen as Edis, he could have written it concisely. Why does Rashi elaborate in this parsha where this is being written a second time, why does it actually not elaborate in the first time when this is discussed on the Pasuk where over there it's written concisely that they exist forever. And if something will happen, it will remind you that you were warned. So in, in Nitzavim, which is the first time it's mentioned, it's written concisely. And here, where it's, the second time it's being mentioned, over here Rashi elaborates. So question one is why does Rashi ask the question? And question two is if he has to ask, answer the question, why does he elaborate here and not in Nitzavim? Gimel. al the similar we have a similar question with regards to the second Pirush in our parsha. In other words, these the, the first two questions were on the first Pirush in this parsha. The second Pirush in our parsha, which was telling us that the aidum will, will be the ones to give the reward or the punishment. So Pirush Parsha's Nitsavim. The second Pirush in Nitzavim belongs there. And Rashi does not bring it here moving. it's understood why. Rashi explained towards the end of Ayelach, where Rashi explains that in Nitzavim in Moshe is talking to the Yidin, and in Azinu, Moshe is talking to Shemayim Va'arits with regards to making them Edom. So it's understood. Vibaldas ha'idei si v'cham ha'yeim at b'yesher v'enu gez'ok li Yisroel, since Moshe in Nitzav, him is speaking to Yidin. Azermacht, Sh'mayim v'oratz, where Yidin is telling the Yidin that he's making Sh'mayim v'oratz as Edim. Ober Nitzel, Sh'mayim v'oratz as his own, Zain Edim, he hasn't yet told the Sh'mayim v'oratz that they will be Edim the may loose move on as the one from all the house of Israel he started with a shaim shabarossi so the second picture in it's of him when he is speaking to the yidden to tell them to look up at the heaven to remind them to do what they're supposed to do is masn darten proposition itself so it fits in right over there in it's as eden's on up there and they take for shaim words that yidden should learn from shaim words so since in, uh, in Nitzavim, he's talking to the Yedon. So the second pirush in Rashi there, which is Hashem speaking to the Yedon, fits in right there. So the second pirush of Nitzavim, we understand why it's in Nitzavim and not here. saying In our parsha, he's talking to Shemayim to Varetz. So the fact that he's talking to Yedon doesn't fit in. Over the second as talking, Parsha But now, if we were to look at the second period of our Parsha, that if the Yidden are, are deserving, then the Edom are the ones that give the sechar. If it fits right in, just like it fits in here, it fits in there as well. In its oven. When Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Yidden that the Varetz will be the witnesses. So he could be saying more than that, He could tell them in addition to that that if the Eden are worthy and are deserving, then and If they are deserving, they'll get schar from the Eden. and if not, then they will get the opposite of schar. So why is Shemayim, why is this pirush not spoken, not told to us in Nitzavim? And why does Rashi wait till Hazimah to tell us this pirush? So these are our three questions. Number one, why does Rashi ask the question "Lomahayich Shmaim if this was already discussed in Itzavim? Number two, if Rashi wants to elaborate, if Rashi wants to answer the question, why does he elaborate in, Itza, in, in, in this parsha and not in Itzavim, which is the first time it's mentioned? And number three, the second Pirush of our of our Rashi that the edim are the ones that uh, dish out. The consequences, why does Rashi not mention that in him And why does he wait until Hazino to mention it? Those are our three questions. <laughs> See if Beis is going to ask two nuances in the Rashi and Hazino and our Rashi. Aleph. Why does Rashi have to elaborate and tell us that Hashem told Shemayim Moshe told Shemayim V'aretz that that He told the Yidden that they're going to be Edom? Why is it relevant to the Shemayim V'aretz that the Yidden know that they're going to be Edom? McKendrick Zogin is going to give us two suggestions and refute both of them. We can't you can't say that he's telling it to them so the Eden shouldn't come and say that they don't want the virus to be Yudin. A- because seemingly, it's not relevant for the Yudin, a- for the witnesses, whether the person being warned agrees, accepts their being witnesses. Either way, they become witnesses. So you can't say that the reason why this, why, why why Moshe is telling Shemayim V'Oris, is because we need the we need the acceptance of the Yidden, because we don't. Nor can you say that the reason why he's telling this to them is because we need that the person being warned should know that there are Edom. That is relevant. In other words, if a person is being given Hasra, he has to know that there are Edom present that are warning him or that are watching the warning. But we can't say that that's why Hashem tells it to the, to, to the Shri of Haaretz. Because knowing that there are edim is relevant to the yidden. the yidden das and the yidden already know that I da'isy vachem. U to the but it's irrelevant to the edim to which, in this case, shemayim va'aretz that the that the person should know that there are that, that the edim exist. So again, why do shemayim v'orets have to be told that the yidden were told that they were the edim? That's one question. Beis Lashon Rashi in the in the in the in the wording of Rashi. If the Yidna are gonna say we didn't accept the covenant, who is going to contradict them? Why does Rashi not use the Sifri, since these Pirushim in Rashi are based on the Sifri? Why does he not use the same uh, wording as the Sifri, Hatayra, that we didn't going to say we didn't accept the Tayra? Who's going to contradict him? As on Edim and, tayra, and, that without Edim, it's possible that Yidden are going to deny the receiving Tayra Mitzus in general. Yet Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi he just says Aleik Yibalnu Alei Nu so, what is the meaning of that word of Rashi? So, we have three questions on the contrast between Hinitsavim and Hazinu, and we have two questions on the wording of Rashi in Hazinu. And if Gimel, he's going to ask a question which is going to lead us into the entire answer. We'll understand all this by first introducing another question. This is mashma from Rasha. That which is, it seems to imply from Rashi that that which Moshe Rabbeinu says in Nitzavim, "Aidosi b'chamayim," is this albasach. And that that Moshe Rabbeinu here is telling the Shemayim v'Oras that they are Edom seems to be the same thing, the same. Designation of Shemayim ve'Orat as the is and the only difference would be between Itzavim and Azinu. V'Rashi zok, as Rashi himself says in Rashi and Vayelach and the words V'Hayidabam, which are going to be brought up later in the sicha. Ha, le'amar, <inaudible> <inaudible> in, nitsavim, Nisha spoke to the Yidden, but hadn't yet told, shma'im, varets, heaven and earth, that they're gonna be Edom. The and here in, Hazinu, zinu, ba, shma'im, he's telling, shma'im, varets, that they're going to be Edom. Um, vi, zot, echin, dem, pasek, as Rashi himself says, on our pasek of ha, ti, ti, um, that I told them that you're gonna be the Edom. And where was that? Se- seemingly, in, ha, vachem but seemingly if we look back we'll see that it doesn't really fit this way to say that is the same event because the words that Moshe speaks in it's of him Upon which he said, is not the same words, the Shemayim Varets here in Ha'azinu, which is the Shira Ha'azinu. It's different discussions, it's different words. So you can't say that it's the same designation of Eidos in Ha'azinu and in Ha'azinu. How does Rashi imply that it's the same thing telling us now that I already told you before that you are, the, that I already told them before that you are the Eidim? The only difference is that now he's telling Shemaim Varets if seemingly it's two different things, two parts, two discussions, and, and, and the Shemaim Varets are just becoming Edim now and they weren't designated as Edim in in Nitzav. This is a major question. Is Ha'azinu and Itzavim the same thing? Or not? And if it's not, then what does Moshe Rabbeinu mean when he says, that I already told the Yiddin that you're going to be the Edim. When did he do that? In Itzavim, in It's not the same Edis as, as it is now. It's two different discussions. So that's where we're at. Before we can discuss the contrast of the and Ha'azinu, or to understand the the nuances in this Rashi, we have to ask a major question. We have to ask: Is uh, Zinu and Itzavim the same thing? And if it isn't, how does Rashi say Shakach Amar laham? And in Seif Dalit is going to give us the beer. And what he's going to do in Seif Dalit is he's going to introduce that Adus doesn't always mean witnesses. Adus could mean a symbol or a sign, a simen. And he's going to tell us. That doesn't mean that Hashem made or Moshe made Hashem as witnesses. It means he made them as a symbol or a sign of this agreement. And he's going to say that there's two types of signs. One sign that is random, meaning to say it's just a random item that is being used arbitrarily, as a sign, but not necessarily is it connected to the discussion or to the subject matter. There's another kind of sign that is connected to the subject matter that actually reminds you of the discussion that's being had. And then there's witnesses, which is a whole other discussion, and that's going to be for Ha'azinu. The move on from word Eidos kipsuta is the simple meaning of the word Eidos, became as we might find in many in certain psukim, a Saichon. A sign, a similar givesach, a reminder for a specific thing. This kind of symbol or reminder could be in two ways. Aleph an edos simen we designate a symbol, a sign for something. But the sign that's being made is not connected in any way to the thing that's being remembered. An example would be from what we already learned with regards to Avram and Avimelech. Avimelech asks, what are these seven sheep? You'll take these seven sheep from me, and this will be a sign that I was the one that dug this well. The seven sheep are not connected to the well, nor do they prove in any way that Avram dug the well. But there was an agreement between him and Avimelech. But they agreed that these seven sheep will be a sign and a remembrance that Avram dug this well. So point number one of this kind of edus, this kind of symbol or sign, is that it does not need to be connected to the subject matter. Another thing, Also, it doesn't need to last forever. It doesn't need to exist beyond the time of the actual agreement. But the intent of the agreement will remain after the simon ceases to exist but the but the but the the symbol itself does not have to does not have to continue to exist as we would understand it very simply that these seven sheep did not remain alive for the entire duration of the time that this symbol was needed, even not the entire lifetime of Avraham Even though the what they were symbolizing lasted quite some time, but the symbol itself ceased to exist after a while. The discussers, they must have died. So there's two points. Number one, that it doesn't have to be connected to the subject matter. Number two, it doesn't have to uh, uh, last a long time. As long as it's there during the time of the designation of this agreement, and they are symbolizing the agreement, that's enough. Base. Then there's another kind of symbol. Another kind of sign that symbolizes an agreement. That the symbol represents, or is connected to the subject. An example for this would be the mound of stones that Yaakov Avinu made as a sign between him and Lavan. As the Pesach says, that this mound of stones and this stone is a sign that i won't go over the i won't cross this mound to you and you won't cross this mound to me Thus, it's also only just a reminder of what they agreed upon but it's also connected to the subject because the, the pile of stones is a demarcation line or a separation between the two sides. So it also, if, you, if a person is walking, if Yaakov or Lavan is walking towards the other person's territory and they see the Gal, not only will they remember the agreement, but they will also be shown how far they can go. So the sign is a reminder, but it's also a reminder that connects... In, 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 in idea to the to the agreement that was made. So you have two types of signs. One that is totally not connected, it's totally random. It's just a decision that two people made to use this as a symbol, like the sheep. And then you have another sign that would at least connect to the discussion, to the subject that's being had. For them is moving being your so now we can apply this to our discussion. When you learn the Pasik that I made you Aidim. About Aidus that are not human beings, We don't have to ask the question, what is the meaning of these witnesses? Why are we choosing them specifically as Aidus? Because this was the agreement. That this was was the item that was going to be used as the symbol of their agreement. So Rashi over here, the Rabbi over here is telling us, that Rashi is touching that Haidoysi does not mean a witness. Ha'idoisi means an aid of a simen, a sign of their agreement. And therefore there's no question, why did he choose Shemaim Varetz? Because a simon in the first way does not need to be connected to the subject. If, if, if Hashem chose or Masha chose Shmay and the yidn agreed, then that's it, then the agreement is made. Rashi is the Rashi is coming to explain to us what is the symbol representing, not why is this the symbol, but what is the symbol representing. And he explains that if anything happens to you, then this is the sign that I read to remind you that I warned you about this. So this is a whole new twist, a whole new understanding of of the word Haidoysi. Until we came to this point, we kept on saying Haidoysi means Aiden, witnesses. Now he says Haidezi doesn't have to be witnesses. Haidezi can mean a symbol or a sign. Shamaim varetz are a sign to remind us that we were warned. In the next paragraph, he's going to explain that we, it, we said in the previous column that the first ois does not have to last a long time. It only has to be there while the, edis, while the, the discussion is being had, while the, the edus is being designated. So he's going to say, why did Hashem choose Shumayim, V'od? why did Moshe choose Shumayim ve'odet? Why did he take something that was forever? So he's going to address that in the next paragraph. The, the fact that, and Rashi actually says that in Nitzavim, that they were taking these eders because they are uh, forever. Not the way it would be by a simon a sign similar to the seven sheep the by the Sheva Kvosses, it was only relevant in that space the space where the sheep were where, where the well was, I'm sorry Und also it was only between Avimelech and Avram and their offspring, it wasn't relevant to uh, people anywhere in the world or to uh, other times it was Avimelech and Avram and their children so once you have a sign in the moment of the agreement, then you'll remember the sign afterwards, even if the sign doesn't exist but in our case of of Hay Daisi Bachem, is Dr. Sim of Aidus Nagia to Ali Eidn Bukhalasman Bukhalamakimis. This the Simon, this symbol is relevant to every in every generation, in every time, and in all parts of the world. Is that even it the aidus on Zayn Kaim na Rashad Sassiya Sasiman? So therefore it's not enough for the Aidus for the symbol to exist during the designation of the symbol and, uh, and during the agreement, because this same agreement is applied uh, applies to us today. And that may have happened in the Midbar, and, it, and we, we're not in the Midbar anymore. So we have to be able to see the Simen at least once. So therefore, Meisha chose Shemayim Varej that are everywhere and at all times, because this simen is a little bit more complicated than the Sheva Kvases. But it still, it still doesn't bother us. Why it's Shemayim Varetz? Because it could still be a random symbol, a random sign that was chosen and agreed upon by both sides. So in the first Pirush of Rashi in Nitzavim, Rashi says, not why did I choose Shemaim Varats, but what did I choose them for? They are a reminder that you were warned, but why they were chosen doesn't matter because it's only a simon, and a simmon does not need to be connected to the subject at hand. Their Pirush is over in However, this first Pirush of Rashi has a problem. When is is an when does it is it appropriate to say that a certain thing is an Eidos is a sign and a reminder of a certain thing? Which is totally disconnected from him, there's no connection. If it is appointed, if it is decided by the person and laid down, placed by the person for the purpose of being a simon, if you take a cup and you put it down over here and you say, I'm going to put this cup to remind me for whatever, whatever, and then because the cup is here and now where it usually is, it's going to remind me of something. <laughs> but Shemayim in the didn't move. They weren't placed there by Moshe Rabbeinu. They weren't put on a certain spot by Moshe Rabbeinu. They're in the same place. So how does it serve as a reminder? Hey, Jesus, I need me because it wasn't really designated for it. and uh, nothing was changed in them as Moshe designates them. So how, if there if, so if there was a connection, so the connection would remind me. But if, 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 if the cup is here to remind me to drink, then the fact that I put, put the cup over here reminds me to drink, because the cup has a drink in it. But if there's no connection between the the Shemaim Varets and the agreement that's being made, and the Shemaim Varets were not put here for this purpose, they weren't. Nothing was changed in them to make it the point of them being a siman. Then how does how do they serve as a siman? The river of the and, and this is where way comes with a second Pirosh, Dabar akhar khulu. All the they "Look at the heavens, who were, which were created to serve you." Usama never change their function. Maylous and asaf just like they don't change their function even though there is no kharim involved, for sure you who have schar should remember not to change your function. Asad aydus sumaim var, it's both in as mitzadin yannam, they are seen is similar their mount to this ma'id of kimat al the, when you look at Shemayim v'aretz, they remind you and they inspire you to fulfill Tehidah Mitzvahs. So according to the second Piddush, haidaisi is an Ada in the second type of simen, the type of simen that is connected to the subject at hand. The Shemayim reminds us to keep Tehidah Mitzvahs and therefore... Therefore, there's no question that there, that, that, not, that no change was done. And in the brackets, he adds, And doesn't matter that they're always here. Because the memory, the reminder, is not from their existence, but from what they represent. They represent something that serves Hashem at all times. So it reminds us to serve Hashem at all times. So therefore, Rashi comes to the second pirush, to tell us that there is another way of looking at it where the Shema Yivaretz is connected to the subject at hand and therefore the question that nothing changed by the designation does, is not a question because we're not looking at their the existence we're looking at something about them that's connected and reminding us to keep tehron In that case genas, who needs the first pirush. If the second pirus not only is it telling me that it's a simon but it's a simmon that's connected why do I need the first pirush? Lidach because I, I have a problem with the first pyrrhus Sorry, I have a problem with the second pyrrhus and that's why I need the first pyrrhus <speaking> is <in Pyrush> According to the second pyrrhus the word <speaking in> Hayoim <Pyrush> That word is problematic. <speaking in Pyrush> Since the Samayim are the are the reminders. Through looking at the heavens, it reminds us to keep Torah mitzvahs. Is, is dachzer edus tamed b'shava? Then the edus is constantly the same. Then and now, we need dafker ha'yeme. Not specifically on that day that Moshe was designating them. Mashenki le'tneresh t'pirush. Chotz as the simin is the gei avs pete. According to the first pirush, even if the simin is relevant later, abedikviasa edus das bashtimin ze'faras simin vertuf ketanayim. The designation that uh, uh, was on that day. In a random Eidos, then it's about the designation. It's not about how it works later, how it reminds me later, how it's connected to the subject. So in the first period, it makes sense that this is the day that they were they were established as a sign. So Makes sense, but in the second pirush that I'm relying on, on on the reminder on the fact that that, that it, it inspires me to do terev mitzvahs, then it's relevant every day, like it was relevant that day. And in that case, why does say hayoy? And therefore, Rashi cannot use the second pirush alone. He has to also use the first pirush because according to the first pirush, hayoy makes more sense. So, At Khan is the understanding of Haidoisi, the, the, the two Pirushim and Rashi in Parshvast Nitzavim. That Haidaisi does not mean Adus as a witness. Haidoisi means Adus as a sign and symbol. And the first Pirush Rashi is saying that Shemaim and are not connected. They were just decided by Hashem to make Shemaim and as, as, as a sign of their agreement. But then we had a question how do they work, work, how does it work as a sign if nothing was done to them? To, to emphasize that they're being uh, assigned sign, therefore Rashi brings a second pirush that Shemayim V'aretz actually reminds us to do teirumitz. Now let's talk about Azino, and he's going to say that in Azino we can't say that there's j- that it just means a sign. to you, aid them as a sign because Moshe is speaking to Shemayim V'aretz, and to a sign you don't have to speak to a sign. A sign doesn't have to know that it is a sign. And if Moses speaks to Shemayim v'oretz, it must mean that he's seeing them as real, actual witnesses. The common denominator between these two above-mentioned types of Eidos is is that you don't need a human being to be the Eidos. It's not important, not necessary, that the, that the symbol should know that it's being a symbol. But in our pasuk, where the Meisherin says to Shemaim, "Listen to me as I speak," and he says to the Oritz, "Here, as I tell the, uh, the words of my mouth," but is telling that they should hear. You can't say that this is just a sign and a symbol for them to leave because in that case, it wouldn't be relevant that they should hear and know what's happening. That in this case, you know, the actual witness on a specific event or conversation. The is says that Moshe says to the "You are the edim." in They are in the category of actual witnesses. And therefore, Rashi says our first question was, "Why does Rashi ask if if was already explained in Itzavim? So, but now it's a different, totally different question. In Yid, in this it was just, it's just a sign. In in. He where he's actual witness, the question is, this is actual witness. Why does he take and why didn't he take human beings to be witness everywhere else in Torah where he speaks about witnesses? The witnesses are people. So why over here is Moesha taking heaven and earth as real witnesses and not taking people? Now before we get to the answer, He's going to point out in the brackets that Rashi is not asking how could Shemayim v'orez be Adam if they don't understand what's going on because they do understand what's going on. The question is why? why is not people rashi in the brackets rashi freknit eich heidem shemayim varetz viyazekim vamachan shmai, Vi shmai for edem as meisha muskman the hidden how could we make shmai barat as edem that Moshe warns the hidden Vibalda as i need kim medabrim and first day because they can't speak and they can't hear and comprehend but rashiachim mifarish ben in braishis very interesting rashi in Baritz says by the shoyin, by the grass when hashem created the grass afal even though it doesn't say that Hashem, that, that Hashem commanded the, the grass that they should grow by their species, sorry, but the but, but the, the 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 grass heard that when Hashem created the trees, He said, Limineo, that they should grow by their kind, by their species. So therefore, the grass understood and they made a kalvah that they for sure have to grow by their species. They spend their fun, so the, If the, the grass, the earth, is able to make such a, a deduction that if the trees have to grow, Limineo, then we for sure have to grow by our kind. So from this we know, as that they're able to comprehend and understand and hear. The question, the question is not why, it is not how Shmaya and could operate as witnesses if they lack comprehension and understanding, because we know that they don't lack that; they have it. The question is why choose them and not regular people? And to answer this question, Ashi continues. And this is the answer to the second question why Rashi is being mighty over here, why Rashi is elaborating here, because Rashi has a question to answer. Why use Shemaim Varets as Eidim if uh, uh, we could use regular people? Because Moshe said that I am not going to live forever. Since it's possible that a time will come when Eden will say we did not accept this covenant. Therefore we need Edom that will be around forever. They can contradict this argument that we would never received the Torah, we never received the Briss. So therefore, Rashi is, my Rashi elaborates over here, because now that we introduced that Shemayim is are real Edim, so we had a question, why use them and not people? You have to explain the situation that we need in this case, we need Edim that will be around forever, so that there should never be a time that someone could deny the fact that we received and accepted this bris. But there's still something that's not understood. He not since they're real Adam. So then it's not enough that they should know, be aware of the event or be aware of the discussion that's being had. But they have to later testify about it and have an impact on this on, on, on this thing that they that they're witnessing. In that case, how is that possible, Even if they understand what's happening, how are they going to be involved later in the implementation of uh, what what this what this edus is about? And look at this in the parentheses of a very important This is not a second pidush. In the beginning, we thought this was a second pidush. This is not a second pidush in Nashi the word oid, additionally, is telling us there's an extra explanation in the Edus of in the first pirush that we're talking about the the the, the witness, the witnesses of Shmaya and That, and we say in addition to that, that not only are they witnessing it, but also shame Yisku That if the Yidn will deserve deserving, will be deserving, the Eidim will give the reward. The Eidim come first. To to, uh, to to punish them as the past excellent shamayim, those haste as the shamayim varads are an aidim gm, shma'im varats are complete aidim, not just to hear the warning to the yiddin, um visan sis the macay and to know, to observe whether they fulfilled that which they were supposed to or not, in they can also be involved and, and affect as them in this thing that they are witnessing by implementing the punishment or the reward. So they have both aspects. They have, they, they're hearing or they're seeing what's going on. They can watch and see how the Eden react and they can actually react to that by giving them the consequences. So this, this, so by this, by, by the second Pirush, which is not really a second Pirush, it is really an a, a extension and elaboration of the first Pirush, We understand this idea of Edim Gmurim. They are complete Adam They are they, 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 they're being chosen because they're around forever, so they can always be there to deny the argument that we never accepted this covenant, and they're also involved in the in the in the second half of Adis by. By uh, implementing the reward or the punishment if the or uh, 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 whatever the Yidin deserve. So we now understand the, the, the first, the, the two pshatim in haidaisi are two levels in a simin, and the two pshatim in Rashi, in Hazino, it's really one pshat, telling us that the edid, shmai and are real Edom, and they're involved in every aspect of this Edom. Alpia now. Now that we understand, and this is the, the ultimate Nikuda that Azinu means Eidos Gemura, that then in the will be able to understand also the other questions that we had in us. Since this passage is introducing a new concept that Shema and Barats are real edim, one of the reasons that we want to that we want to warn the person in front of edim is not just so that we could be able to punish the person later on, nor as the Musr is also that the person being warned should recognize the severity of this thing. And it should stop him from doing this undesirable thing. The is of Mesha gives up to Shamayim Varas Azino Shmaim is This is the When Mesha tells the heavens and earth that they should hear the testimony, they should hear the warning and they should be the witnesses. There is a major detail missing here. We need the Yidin to know about this. The fact that Meishah said Haidaisi is not Eidus, as the Givendon HaEisunasim in Kenal Baruch Hu is only a sign. So the fact that Meishah said Haidaisi does not mean that Shemayim Varets are Eidim. So the question is, how can the Shemayim Varets serve as Eidim if the Yidin don't even know that they're Eidim? Therefore Rashi adds the words that I told the Yidden that your Shema and Vars are going to be the Edim. And this is the answer to the first question in C of Bey's why you asked because we need to know this, that the Yidden know about this in order for them to to derive the benefit of the Edim, that it will hold them back from doing what they shouldn't do. And if you remember, in the Siv Beis we asked, that the, if, if the not have to know about it, they already know about it from Haid But they don't, because now that we understand that Haid Daisi is a simen, so that, so, they, so they don't know that the not that Shemayim are Edim, Gmurim, real Edim. So therefore Moesha has to say to them, Moesha has to say to the Shemayim they the not do know about this. I told them, where did he tell them? Ermain their meat. And what does Moshe mean by this? Need them is a of is not referring to Haidoisi, because as we explained uh, uh, at length, Haidoisi is not Aidos, nor their posigvaim is arets of Paris Vayelak. Moshe is referring to the passage at the end of Parasvayelah, where he says, I will make edus as a Shemayim Vasaris the heavens and the earth. That's where he tells the Eden that Shema'i and Aritz are going to be the real Aidim. We made this move into the yellow spul of them, Shema'im Varats and Aidus of the Rasra. So now we understand the benefit and the impact of the fact that Shema'im Varat. Uh, 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 our am how that affects this warning behold's even from them you didn't know about it because Moshe told them and therefore Moshe tells Shumayim, uh, that, that, that i told them by the A'idabam, that you're going to be the aidas and now they get the full benefit of it hey we have if we have to punish them we have a, 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 a witnesses that saw the warning more importantly the fact that they know that they were warned will ho- hopefully hold them back from doing the other or, or, or not doing what they shouldn't do. The, the only problem we're left with is that the question that we asked in Siv Gimel is intensified. We are now making the difference between Nitzavim and Hazinu even greater. In Sif Gimel we were saying that Nitzavim is talking about Nitzavim and Hazino talking about they seem to be two different things. Now we took it even further. We now said that they're two totally different things. Hades, Hades is not even Edus, and this is Edus Gemurah. So we're 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 our the the disparity between Itzavim and Azinu just got even bigger. Late them Zayin Shmaya and Baratz M'sa Not Rav Demas is very gesarkin. Azinu, because according to this, the Shmaya and are only Edim for what is spoken in Azinu. Oh, but Rav Demas and when gesarkin did in Parashas Itzavim. Zayin the Nitzkei Edim Amish. No a simma, but that which Mesh Reno spoke about in Nitzavim, the Shuma'im Varat are only a simon, only a sign, not Adam. So so how does that how does that work? Is there beer buts is a suma's in a Chaimva Moves, Gaymar, Bakarta Bahai, Matiha I I I placed as a sign today heaven and earth, I gave you life and death. You should choose life so that you should live and your children should live. As the there are for the general fulfillment of We don't need edim about teiro Mitzvah. There's no concern generally that Yidna are going to deny that the abuser gave the teiro. This is a very famous thing that everybody knows about and is passed on from generation to generation. Therefore, all you need is a sign... As say, get, you, again, and the main is also that we should always remember about Tehron Mitzvahs and the punishment that awaits us. And the two different aspects, the two different ways within the Rashi in HaAzinu, either in in on in, in, in the words haidai. either that if something happens, we should know that we were warned or that we should... Or that we should learn from Shemayim Varetz to inspire us to keep on doing what we're supposed to do. But in our parasha, we're not just talking about the idea, the main Importance, obligation of fulfilling terev mitzvahs. Not the but it includes the words of the covenant. which contain many details. Now the truth is, even terev mitzvahs has many details. But in his he's talking about choose life, the very acceptance of terev mitzvahs as 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 a concept, as a, as a one. Thing, though that, that that one as long as I have a sign to remind me that I have to do tayro mitzvahs and I shouldn't, and, I, and there's punishments are waiting for me, I'm good. But when you get to azino and there's various different details which need to be remembered, there might be a possibility that someone would deny the whole bris. Not going to deny tayra. But to deny the bris, which is an aspect within Torah, that's possible. A even the second way that we're reminded, we're inspired to do Torah mitzvahs, it doesn't help a simen. a reminder can, can remind you about the whole general concept. But it's not going to remind you about all the details. Especially since the whole thing could be denied. So there's two aspects over here. Number one, it is possible to deny the bris. Number two, the bris is made up of details. A person puts a, 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 a red string on his finger to remind him to do something. So it's going to remind him, it may remind him of the idea. But it's not going to remind them all the details. He has to write down the details. It has to make a to-do list. It has to be, or ask someone else to remind them of the details. It's not enough to have a simmon just to remember all the details. And therefore for the bris, you need to have actual Edim. Which they hear all the details of the warnings. And they are Edim for it. And then they actually uh, 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 fulfill this, this testimony in actuality. And so this answers the question. The second question in Sif is why it uses the word habris, not ha Because there's no chashash that you're not going to deny the tayra. But there is a chassid that are going to deny the bris, and that's why we have edim so Gmurim. so that there should be edim for the bris that it shouldn't be denied, and that all of the details should be remembered and documented. So now we've we've come to the to the conclusion of. Understanding these two Rashi's, how we started out thinking they were the same thing, Smaim are Edim, and it turns out that they're two totally different things. Haydoisy is a simon, either a simon to remember uh, the, what was warned or a simen that inspires us to act, reminds us to do terev mitzvahs, but that only works for kolos terev amitzvahs. In Azino, he's talking about about abris, which we need for that edus gemura. And therefore, we have to have, the, Ashton, Moshe designates them as real witnesses. And they're involved in every aspect of the testimony and every aspect of this agreement. And therefore, Hazinu and Aidoisi is two totally different things. And if Rashi has to give two Pirushim in Aidoisi, he has to give again two Pirushim, which are really one Pirush in Hazinu. And the two are, are two totally different things. Now that we understand this concept of Eidos Gemura, at least as much as we do, we're going to be able to explain a couple of more things in Rashi from the perspective of Haloha. from the amazing things that, we, that, will, uh, that will affect Haloha or be affected by halacha in this Rashi. Why does Rashi not quote v'tishme from ha'aretz from the Pasek? Since both shemayim and Oretz are Edim, why does Rashi not include the ha'aretz in his Dibura mask? The design for and this, will be understood by introducing another question. Now that we understand, based on the way we explain the Sicha, that shemayim v'aretz are actual real Edim. state al Alpi shnei Edim v'geim yakum davar that something is established according to two Edim. As didzvei Edim that in themselves and eif and the two of them have to come together and and experience this in the same way. Veritohti Shailan, so Shamayim said, Mesha gazak to Hazinu, unsearat Vatishma. The question becomes when Mesha spoke to Shamayim he said Hazinu, which as we know Azinu means to close. To Erit is Ad Vatishma which means from far. The two, total, the two separate Edom how could they, they, they join forces to be Edom now, if they were just a sign or if they were just a, a, a representation of the idea of witness fine, so yeah, you have good. but if you are Edom if they're actual Edom, you need two Edom and you need two Edom that are, that are coming together here you have a Zinu here you have a Tishma how do they merge to become a pair of Edom Now, If you're coming from the aspect of drush, we can answer it differently because the sefri says when Adam give testimony, if their words are aligned as one, then we uh, we sustain their edus. But if their, their 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 witness their testimony is not aligned, then their edus is not sustained. If Moshe had just said Hazinu and not said anything else, Shemayim would say we didn't hear with with Shema. We heard with Hazinu, with Hazana. Then he says, If he just said the audits would say, V'sishma, I did Shmiya, but I didn't do Ha'azana. It's two different types of hearing. He said before, Hazeen is from close. Shmiya is from is from far. So you, you, you only have a you only have a half a job. Boy Yeshia. So therefore comes Yeshia. Shimu Shamayim Vazini Eretz. He says Shimu for Shamayim and Hazini for Eretz. So that both Shamayim and Oretz should have both Hazina, or Azannah and Shmiya. So from the perspective of Drush, it's not a problem because both Shamayim and Oretz had both Hazinu and Shmiya. Rashi this up, but Rashi doesn't bring this Pirush of the Sifri that, that, that Yeshaya is the completion, so to speak. Of the what Moshe says over here, under time their fun is moving with an obvious reason. But on the feast of Kunti, he says, Beast them is banned from Yeshaya, that they because that would imply that until the time of Yeshaya, they were not aligned as an edus." Based on past sechtuv and doz moloch, as is that and over here from our pesukim that they became edus right away. So therefore, Rashi doesn't rely on this period of the Sifri. So we have a question: How do Shemayi and V'aret serve as edim if they're coming from two different places? Literally, Shemayim is up there. And Oren is down here. Therefore, Rashi quotes the words. And Rashi says that you in the plural will be the witnesses. That Shemayim themselves are the Edim in the plural. As we've learned numerous times that there's more than one heaven. So therefore, when he says you should be the Edom, he doesn't mean Shema'im and Eretz, he means two Shamayims will serve as Edom. then Ash he adds, and so to ishmaareth, as Eichh eretz is a kat Eretz, from the then also the Eretz is a collective of Edom on its own. also this is, is known. Eretz is Eretz could include various different lands. There's there's a, yeah, Eretz could mean earth as in planet Earth. But Eretz can also mean a land. There's many lands, or many land masses, that exist on this planet. So Eretz could could, could, could mean that there's more than one Eretz. Therefore you have aligned witness, aligned testimony. Shemayim and Eretz are two groups of Eretz that each one have two Eretz, or at least two, two elements within each one that give Eretz. So in other words, now that we understand that the Shemayim of Arez are operating as Eidus gemurah, we understand that Shemayim of Arez didn't merge as one group of Eidim, but Shemayim is one group and Aretz is another group to be able to fulfill the idea of al pishne Eidim, yakum Davar, that both Eidim should be aligned. Another halachic relevance that we have in Nashi. Another question that we have. Where do we see that the Yidden, that the, that the agreed to be Edom? And you have to agree to, to punish the Yidden later on. Where, where do we see that they accepted this? Rashi hints to this with the words, l'am that I told them that you're going to be Edom. This will be explained as follows. By, edus, von parashon, asik, von by Ha'idoisi, doesn't anywhere say that there was a gathering, specific gathering to turn Shemaim v'orets into Edom. But in the end of Aylech, where he says, uh, that they're actually becoming Adam like we explained earlier. the way the passage introduces it is, "Hakilu to me, the elders of your tribes and your officers. and I will speak the, into their ears. As words, Bam, and I will make as witnesses, heaven and earth. What's the difference? Why in its do I not have a gathering? And in Bayelach I do have a gathering. But high but this is the reason. Because Moshe wanted to turn to into real witnesses. therefore gathered the elders of the tribes and the officers. which were the members of the sanhedrin and the Bezdin, una Bezdin not bekehrt zu poyer seinem schweifer ist es abneidem in the power to uh, to uh, to affect that zemai invorets should become the eden nochmen the eden seede is doch gewen nicht nur auf andias roh nur ergicht dei mei sein auf zei tomer sie will is not just to be able to hear the warning but also to be able to testify later in case there is a denial to the point that sometimes they may have to be asked to actually implement the consequences. If the Ediths are going to say testimony, and certainly if they're going to implement the consequences, it has to be done by a Bezdin. So therefore, Rashi says, "I told them that you're going to be the Edom." But through this that I told them that you're going to be Edom by gathering a bezdin. They became an Edusgmurda through the bezdin. So, the, so now that they're an Edusgmurda, it answers the question: How were they? How, how do they become Edom? It answers it by telling us that there was a eli. There was a gathering. What was the purpose of the gathering? Moshe was gathering the members of Besdin so they could appoint the Eidus and empower the Eidus that they could be Eidus and they could, they, they could say testimony if they have to and they can implement the punishments or the consequences if it becomes necessary. So there's two aspects in Allah here. Number one, that Shemayim and had to be separate Adim because you, because uh, uh, they have to be uh, uh, aligned. It has to be Divreya uh, mechuvanim and also that they became adas uh, uh, through Bezdin. Because only Bezdin, if, if, if we don't know if the Edim accept the, accepted the role of being Edim, then we have to know that Bezdin appointed them. And also when it comes to implementing the consequences, it has to be done with the power of Bezdin. See, if Yud, if when Shalteirah and now we come to the Yenash the the, the the deeper aspect of what Rashi is telling us. Why is it that in Parshas Nitzavim, when he speaks about all you need is a sign and a reminder, and in our parsha, when there's a bris, you need to have a, a complete, full-fledged Eidus. Yes, we can say as follows. When it comes to the fulfillment of the fulfillment it's not possible that a Yid should deny, or should deliberately not fulfill the fulfillment there is a spirit of shtos inside of him, and a person thinks he imagines that he that he still is connected to Hashem. He's still part of his of his yadis, of his yiddishkeit. So, so he's, he's making a mistake. He he thinks something that's not true. And therefore, all you need is a sign, a reminder, and that'll bring you back. No, it doesn't work like that. If you do an aveda, you do an aveda. When the and this is actually in two aspects. Number one, If something bad happens, you'll be the aedim that I warned you about. This the that the bad that's happening is because of the lack of the fulfillment of and reminds him that an separates him from alakus. When the second Terefin is a Shemayim v'aretz, atzvaz adem meveh the kim wa And the second Tzvein is in the positive, that the Shemayim v'aretz, the heavens themselves, remind or inspire the person to fulfill Tereh mitzvah. In other words, when you're talking about Tereh, mitzvah in general, Yid wants to do it. Sometimes Ayyid has a roach and he thinks that it doesn't matter. So Hashem sends a, put Shemayim v'aretz, a reminder that if something bad happens, you should know that you're, that you're distancing yourself from Hashem through an Avedah. And you should know, if you look, it'll inspire you and remind you to serve Hashem. In our parsha, we talking about a bris, but a bris is the of is not just about the fulfillment of teder in, 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 in the actuality, nor be afai ischaskos yaseid on kima teder mitzvah leparotim. It's more about an extra strengthening in the various different aspects of teder mitzvahs. For here, this is not enough a sign. You need to have a full fledged testimony, a full fledged edus. What's the reason? To fulfill this covenant, to strengthen oneself in the fulfillment of Taylor Mitzvah, is by awakening and revealing the power of Messiah's Nefesh that exists by Yid. And the revelation of the power of Messiah's Nefesh of Ayid, this happens through Edos. The union of adis is with the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe explains in the Kututera at length that adis is a Vodavara nelum, And something that's concealed. You don't know. You need to have a witness and come to tell you what, what it is. Ovar a Something that everybody sees that's revealed to everyone. You don't need adis No one has to come and tell you adis that the sky is blue. Because everyone knows it. It's revealed to us. Even something that right now I can't see, but it's going to become revealed. It is going to be exposed. You don't really need an Edus for it because, uh, first of all, people don't lie about it. Something that that's going to become revealed, no one lies about it. And even if it's not being, and even if it's not, not not being spoken about, but in due time it'll be revealed, and you don't need an Edus for it because because it itself will will, 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 will become revealed. Aus is Dafka company, something that is totally concealed and does not have the potential of becoming revealed, that's when you need Edus. and the A are the ones who reveal the details of this thing. Someone does something and no one see and, and, and it, was hide, it was hidden from everybody, but the Adist saw the Adem will expose what happened. So the Aus applies to something that is totally concealed of and the was nefesh to be able to reveal and expose the Koyach nefesh which originates from the ychidis nefesh which is totally concealed entirely higher than revelation that you need the idea of edus which has the power to reveal something that's concealed so the idea of edus Gemura will reveal the, the hidden of the nefesh which reveals the kayach of the person, and this gives the person the kayach to strengthen himself and extra strengthening in the various different details of Taylor's mitzvahs, and therefore, for, for the bris, there had to be a deskemurah to be able to give him an extra chisakh.